Welcome to the BYOK Live, where we discuss the trending stories, strangest dilemmas, and real life topics. Okay now, lovelies, let's get into some things. Hello, hello, lovelies. It is Monday, October 24th at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Happy Monday or almost Tuesday. How was your Monday? I have to say this Monday was pretty quick, pretty productive. No complaints per se, so that's always a, a good thing, right? <laughs> if you are on anything, if you're on YouTube, please hit that subscribe. If you are on Twitch, please follow. If you're listening on any of the audio versions, be sure to follow me, leave a comment. Just let me know what you think. Also, you can find me on all social media monikers at BeYourOwnKind24. And remember, you're the most fantastic person you'll ever know. All right, so now it's time to get into something. You know, I used to have little, like, dividers uh, like, I, uh, like that. Like, for instance, this was one of them. I just wanted to play that. Okay, so let's get into the first thing. <laughs> you know, I'm very random. Very, very random. Okay, so um, courtesy of on-site, have you guys heard of deep-fried boiled eggs? Well, me neither. Um, and if you have, okay. My uh, friend was just telling me that they're actually delicious and they're like wrapped up in beef or some type of meat or something like that. I don't know. But um, <laughs> courtesy of It's On Site, it says, click, y'all trying it, deep fried boiled eggs. And then this person says, free my people from the shackles of fried food. Then they're saying, y'all frying the chicken at every stage. <laughs> and then she's like, right, like. And then, not a fried embryo. I done seen it all. They play too much. No, stop what Stop what do they dip them in before frying. I don't know what you would dip a boiled egg in. And they said, I found a TikTok and they said a hot, a honey butter sauce. Hot honey butter sauce, she say. As black people, why do we need a crunch on everything? I want to taste it, but, but I'm just asking. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I'm like, that's something that I want to try. I don't even like boiled eggs. The only part of the boiled egg I like is like the white, the uh, the egg white part. I'm not into that yolk. I don't, I don't know. It just feels real gummy. It, it just don't feel right. And so then the next one is, yeah, yeah, it's low vibration. Everybody's saying low vibrations lately. And then this one is saying, I right, listen, this is some ungodly stuff. Don't get me wrong, but I try it. I don't know. I am not a fan of the boiled egg. But hey, if someone has tasted the crunchy, um, the crunchy boiled egg, let me know how it is because I'm very curious. So I want, <laughs> in lieu of almost Halloween, someone thought it was great to take a close-up picture of an ant. Have you ever wondered what an ant looked like close-up? I have not. I mean, they're little, cute little creatures, and so I will never look at them like that again after looking at this picture. Look at this. Look at the red eyes. Look at the little bitty teeth. Like, it's giving, I don't know, 
horror. And so uh, this is courtesy of the Neighborhood Talk. He says, whoa, who knew ants looked like this up close? Right. So this person, uh, CNN, says, no, this photo doesn't portray one of the new creatures on HBO's House of Dragon or an outtake from a horror movie. It's an award-winning close-up photo of an ant. The terrifying portrait was captured by Eugenius Cavalascus. I tried. A, Lithua a Lithuanian photographer. The eye-popping photo is one of 57 images of distinction in Nikon's small world photo mic micrography competition. My God, what is it? Photo, my, 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 I can't say it competition let me quit trying so um yeah this ant looks really scary for those that's on the audio version it looks it looks ultimately scary and i feel like um half of the words i couldn't read anyway <laughs> so here's a um i get really choked up on certain words like certain letters together and i try i try sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't so here's a quick little um, a little plug. This is an upcoming interview. I got an interview, y'all. Um, interview coming up that's going to be published on Friday. Um, hopefully, I can have like a little snippet of it to show you guys tomorrow um, of Danielle Portis. So she is um, hosting a Queen's Giving uh, 2022, November 26th at 5 p.m. Central Time. What does it involve? So if you hit register now, it's at DaniellePortis.com. Maybe I should make a thing so you guys can see that. So D-A-N-I-E. You know what? Why do I make things so hard? I'm just going to copy and paste it. And then I'll put it over here and you guys can see it. Because I'm going to advertise it every day. So yeah, so you would go to um, DaniellePortis.com. And it says this year's theme is healing, community, and strategy, and a guarantee that you'll leave with all three. Be prepared to take notes, make connections, and be immersed in supernatural positive vibes over a fulfilling meal and look looking amazing while doing it. Time and location, like I said, November 26, 5 to 9. This is the third annual Queensgiving dinner. Is a reminder that you're worthy to be served, poured into, and an activation to your next level in 2023. When it comes to healing, Queensgiving is the perfect blend of business and pleasure. Hear from licensed professionals, connect with great women, network and participate in activities, raffles, and more. Um, I'm really excited. I'm going to actually be here. So I would love to see you here if you're in the Chicago land area. Check this out. Come to this. Yeah, I'm definitely coming. And it might be a giveaway for someone to, to come and join me. So stay tuned on that. Stay tuned. All right. So let's get into a positive quote of the night. And it is courtesy of self-care with wall. It says, if you haven't met all the people, oh, you, sorry, let's start over. You haven't met all the people who will love you. And you haven't found all the things that will make you happy. There will always be new authors and musicians and artists who work you will one day discover and love. There will always be new hobbies and skills for you to learn and feel fulfilled by. There will always be new things around the corner that will bring sudden and unexpected happiness. I love this, love this, love this, because there's going to always be new adventures around the corner. It's going to always be new chapters that um, that are birthed. There's going to be always be new ideas, new discovery. That's what life is all about. If we're always in the minutia, if we're always just looking at the same thing every time, 
where's the growth in that and where's the adventure so i thought that this was just an excellent um an excellent uh thing to share with you guys and don't don't stop the adventure you're never too old never too young to start an adventure and you're, you're you don't get to the point where you get to stop the adventure keep adventuring that's what i want to say <laughs> All right, before we get into the next topic, let's get into a commercial by Miss Michi. Y'all, it's your girl, Miss Michi, checking in with my girl, Renita, from Be Your Own Kind. You know that's my sis. Make sure that you tune in every Thursday to The Blueprint Live at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, live on Facebook and YouTube. And then you can catch me on Florent Radio, Philly Jams 95.3, Indie 101.5, and Mixed Talk Media. And I'm available anywhere that you listen to podcasts, okay, and your radio shows so get on it okay let's do this i love to connect with you and promote what you got going on let's get it if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the blueprint live visit the bpmediacode.com today okay 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 if you want to connect with miss michi follow her on ig at miss michi or you can email her contact at missmichi.com if you want to get into what she got going on also she has a shop um, Miss Me, you okay? It's moving around. Also, she has a shop at MissMichi.com/shop. You use the code BYLK and you will receive fifteen percent off her products. Get into my girl. All right, let's get into the next topic. All right, courtesy of I guess Twitter. Cora Harrington, she says, I don't know how to overstress that if Shein is literally the only place you can shop. None of these threads are about you, but that's not true for most people. Shein's average customer is middle class and buys in hauls multiple times a year. So what is she talking about? Well, courtesy of the New York Times, which now I have to share because it disappeared. Um, it says, hey, what is this? I don't, you've reached your limit. What are you talking about? I never even read this. I wonder if I can, okay, the public, the, ah, what is this? Okay, let me see if I can find something else about uh, she in labor. Because New York Times won't let me be great. So, is this the, the, okay. Let's do the one that's eight days ago. Okay, so, are you serious? Register to read this for free? How am I reaching my limit? Rolling Stone? Okay, so the China Best Base Fast Fashion Clothing Line, she, you know what, what I'm not finna do, basically, is poor labor. It's, it's cheap labor and it's unfair. And I actually have a Rolling Stone, but I have no idea what my um what my login is. So this is this is just something I'm not gonna do. So basically, Shein is is not where you need to be. So it says, let's just go off of Twitter. When I try to do publication, it did not work. That is okay. So the average Shein customer can afford better choices. They just don't want to, and it's okay to say that. Actually, it's okay to make subtext. Pollution and exploited labor are okay. So as long as you can buy 10 dresses for $100. So they're saying um, most of us talking about this are very deliberate about the words we use and the way we phrase things. Um, the anger comes from the uh, cognitive dissonance of people wanting to be good people but who make bad choices. So she's upset basically for anyone that is shopping Shein due to the poor conditions of the workers that 
we cannot read because it is not it is not helping us. I'm trying to see if I can find it on my you know what? Let's go to commercial while I try to find an article so we can have better context. I'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. People often think anxiety looks one way, but it has many faces and many emotions that sometimes can be overwhelming and daunting. I know about this feeling all too well because at a point I felt powerless to my emotions, almost to the point of drowning in them. So I decided to seek out a therapist to later learn I have generalized anxiety disorder. If you have been experiencing the same feeling, please know that BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You have the option of talking with a therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in under 48 hours. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific need, and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you will schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you get to exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Thanks to therapy, I learned the tools that I needed to conquer my anxiety and over-obsessive thinking. I did it afraid, and I took that leap to talk with someone to later learn that it was going to be okay and that I was going to be okay. Please know that you can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced better health therapist. And better yet, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash B-Y-O-K. That's betterhelp.com slash B-Y-O-K because you deserve it. If, if you've been wondering how you can help the B-Y-O-K platform, you want to know more. Here are three ways that you can support my platform. Number one, share. This is the best option because it's free. All you have to do is press the button, share here, share there. And if you want to take it a step further, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks in advance. The second thing is we have Kofi, which is a platform where you can donate your matcha tea. Three dollars at the least. Anything, any money that you have um, given into the platform, we thank you and we appreciate it. No amount is too small and of course no amount is too big. And then the third thing, subscribe to our mailing list. Another free thing. Also, all of the content that is in the newsletter will not always be posted on social media. As always, thank you for your support and advice. Be sure to be kind to yourself and each other. I am sorry to give you all that commercial overload, but I found an article. Found an article because I really wanted to talk about this because Shein is really like, um, is 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 getting really popular, right? And so now I'm conflicted, right? So I found an article courtesy of the Six Tone. Hopefully they let me read it. So um, in South China, inside a cramped, dingy workshop, workers hunch over sewing machines under the greenish glow of fluorescent strip lights. It's past 9 p.m. and the temperature inside the room is sweltering, but the women continue working at a rapid pace. As they finish each piece of clothing, they slip it into a turquoise plastic bag and toss it into a towering pile of ready-to-ship items. 
The workshop is one of hundreds of tiny unregistered businesses in this ramshackle urban village in Gangzhou, a southern Chinese megacity that churned out garments from the secretive fast fashion powerhouse Shein. The e-commerce platform has become a favorite of Gen Z shoppers. I love me some Xi'an, in the West by offering thousands of new styles a week at ultra low prices. It's now valued at an estimated $15 billion and recently overtook H&M and Zara as the United States top selling fast fashion retailer. And H&M was, was the, the stuff. But a six-tone six investigation has found that Xi'an uses a range of troubling practices to ensure it can produce clothes quicker and cheaper than the competition. Tactics that leave thousands of Chinese workers vulnerable in exploitation. In July, Six Tone traveled to Gangzhou, or Zhangzhou, Xi'an's main production based in China, and spoke with dozens of workers, factory bosses, and workshop owners involved with the company's supply chain. While the sampling only covered a limited part of Xi'an's sprawling Chinese supply network, this reporting uncovered a consistent pattern of loose oversight and poor working conditions. It says these workshops frequently flout Chinese labor laws and are considered a fire risk. Local factory owners and labor experts told Six Tone. Many are illegal businesses and have no formal contract with Shein, making it difficult for the company to verify whether workers as well as well are well treated. At a major Shein logistics center, meanwhile, warehouse staff said they struggle to cope with the intense work, which can involve walking dozens of kilometers, uh, kilometers a shift with few rest breaks. I need my glasses, sorry. Sheehan recruits many of the order pickers via dispatch agencies, a controversial practice in China that can prevent workers from defending their rights. Um, though Sheehan is far from alone in using such practices, experts told Six Tone that the company's aggressive business model and especially its use of an opaque network of subcontractors is undermining efforts to improve labor conditions in China's fast fashion industry. What makes this even different from Gap or um, what's the other one? Old Navy. It's, it's the, the cheaper... The cheaper the fry, the more they cost, you know, the upcharge. And it's just just bad, this poor labor laws and just just poor labor. So it's really unfortunate that Shein is, and look at that, $15 billion. And they can't even make sure that, that the workers are in workable situations and, and that they're being treated fairly or in like, temperature controlled environment you know opening the black box Shein has gone to great lengths to keep its supply chain hidden from the world despite its spectacular success the company has a reputation of extreme secrecy leading one investor to dub it china's most mysterious billion dollar company the firm started out as an e-commerce outfit based in the eastern chinese city of nanjing in 2008 which focused on exporting made in china wedding dresses to the western market in 2012, it adopted the name SheInside.com and expanded into a broad range of women's apparel. Because Shein came out of nowhere. Like, I was seeing it and I'm like, they ain't got my size. And then someone my size was like, they do have your size, you know. And I'm like, okay, well, let me shop Shein. It was so cheap. It was so good. And I should have known better. I should have known better. 
But we don't think about these things when we're purchasing things. We don't think about the conditions. We don't think about the labor laws. We think about our pockets like, hey, it's cheaper, you know, cheaper to purchase things at Shein, you know. Um, I even just purchased a dress. And I think after I purchased a dress, my friend was just like, oh, my God, have you read about what's going on there? And I'm like, absolutely not. You know, so now it's like, I, you know, I don't I don't I don't want to shop there. And so it's it's basically up to you, you know, up to you if you want to shop at Shein. But I'm just spreading the news of what's going on just in case you weren't you didn't know. So Shein is amongst the least transparent fashion brands. The Chinese startup is one of the several brands or retailers that score zero on supply ch chain traceability. Um, it's saying they're up there with Tom Ford, Fila, Armani, Chanel, Dolce & Gabbana, Macy's and more. That's crazy. That is crazy. So this is the conditions in which they're working on. This says this is an, this is an exterior view of the building where Chen's factory is located in Guangzhou, um, Guangdong province, July 2021. This is the working conditions for a $15 billion. Yes, this is this is the working conditions. So, um, yeah, they got to do better. This person says, I have no time to sit and take a rest. I feel exhausted at the end of the day. We just have to do people better. We have to do people better. Paying the price, um, the owner of children's wear. Cutting costs, I didn't read this prior because the one I did have didn't work. But cutting costs, especially important for the business in South China, $15 billion, don't know why. The region's once mighty garment industry is struggling to remain competitive as labor and operating expenses rise. Many fashion brands have moved production to cheaper markets like Vietnam, while factory wages are often less than half of those in China. But, but Gong Zhao's workshops have partly shielded themselves from this trend. Rent in the urban villages is dirt cheap by local standards, and the tiny businesses can often circumvent Chinese regulations. Their staff, however, often pay the price for these cost-cutting measures. Though the workshop phone, I'm not talking to you. Though the workshops operate in broad daylight, many appear to be part of the gray economy. Most of the workshops fail to display a business license, and they're legally required to do. Many also didn't have signboards indicating their company names. And this, once again, these are these are the conditions. So, um, yeah, this 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 is a long article, and it's www.sixtone.com if you want six yeah six tone if you want to get into this even more. But um, it's just it just seemed like it's all over the place. And look at all of these bags, and and he's just sitting there probably trying to get a break. Yeah. So, like I said, to each his own. If you want to keep shopping at Shein um go ahead and do so but there are i know there are a lot of people that just don't feel right doing that because they're thinking of the poor working conditions and one person could say well that's not going to stop you know the working conditions yeah but we don't have to be a part of that either if you don't want to this is a no judgment zone but just want to give you the news all right now here's some more unfortunate news wow i didn't know it was so much unfortunate news um this is courtesy of twitter from the new york times afraid to like click on it because they might not let me read it but breaking news a gunman killed at least two people and injured seven at a st louis high school this happened today the gunman was killed the police said um and like i said we won't be able to get to get in there because yeah so um let me see if i can find 
I'm so sorry, y'all. I didn't know that they were going to like, New York Times was going to be like, nope. <laughs> let me see here. St. Louis Today will definitely let us read it. Okay, so let's go to St. Louis Today. Um, so, teacher and teen killed in shooting at South St. Louis High School. Suspect is dead. So they're saying St. Louis, a gunman entered the South St. Louis High School on Monday with the long gun and multiple high-capacity magazines, shooting a teenage girl and a health teacher to death and injuring several others before police shot and killed, authorities said. Police identified the suspect late Monday as Orlando Harris, 19 years old, a graduate last year of the school, Central Visual and Performing Arts High School at Arsenal Street and South Kings Highway near Tower Grove Park. One survivor heard the shooter say he was tired of everybody in the school. Police said the damage could have been far worse. The shooter's gun jammed at one point, one student said, giving kids time to escape. And police found more than a dozen 30-round magazines on him. Authorities did not release the names of the woman and the teenage girl who died. My God. But relatives of the woman identified her to the Post-Dispatch as 61-year-old Jean Kuxa, who taught health and physical education. She was a mother of five. Oh, my God. My prayers go out. And I know a lot of people are just so tired of the, the prayers thing. because There's so many kids dying just unnecessarily. And family and friends said sophomore Alexandria Bell, 16, 16, loved art and dance and was consistently smiling. Four other students were shot and injured, two in the leg, one in the arm, and one in the hands and jaw. Two more students suffered abrasions and a girl fractured her ankle. Interim St. Louis Police Commissioner Michael Sachs said Monday evening that he was extremely proud of the police response. The call for an active shooter came in at 9-11 a.m. and the shooter was shot 15 minutes later on the school's third floor because the last shooting, the police were just outside of the school and nothing was done, if you guys don't remember that. He said a security officer saw the man trying to enter the building and the police were alerted. Well, he did enter the building. Several parents and St. Louis Mayor Tashara O'Johns also commended the police response. This could have been much worse. Um, and it's easy to say that, but tell that to the five children of the teacher and tell that to the parents of that 16-year-old. There and, and, the, and the kids that were shot. There are two magnet high schools on campus, Central Visual and Performing Arts, with about 400 students, and Collegiate School of Medicine and Bioscience with about 300. David Williams, a math teacher at school, said the school principal came over the loudspeaker around 9 a.m. and said the code phrase that indicates a shooter is in the building. When Williams heard multiple shots outside his classroom and one of the windows on the classroom door was shot out, he heard a man say, you are all going to F and die. Police hadn't said hadn't said how many shots were fired inside the school. Elijah Pullman, a 15-year-old sophomore, said it was chaos when the cold came over the loudspeaker. He said he texted his parents that he loved them, then heard four gunshots and took off running. He said he almost ran into a body in the hallway on his way out. I don't even know how to deal with it, he later said. I'm scared. I'm sure. These are just children going to school. Like, it. It's just children going to school. It's not even, you don't even have a right to be, you, people can't even be safe at school. So Raymond J. Parks, a dance teacher at the school, said he was about to teach a ballet class when he saw the shooter wearing all black with a long gun out of the corner of his eye. Parks said the man pointed the gun at him but did not fire for some reason. 
Tanya Golston, 16, was in the dance class when the shooting started. He said, I'm tired of this damn school, and I'm tired of everybody in this damn school. Tania said that the shooter's gun eventually jammed and that and that she was able to run for safety. Renaya Cole was in the dance class, too, stretching when she heard the gunshot. We hid in a corner behind a mat. Once the gunman ran off, Renaya and her classmate darted out of the school to a vacant Walgreens building. Nyla Jones, a ninth grader at the school, said she was in math class with the shooter, fired into the room from the hallway, but could not get into the classroom. Students piled into the corner of the room and tried not to move as the shooter banged on the door, she said. Rayan Owens, 18, a senior at uh, CVPA, said students thought it was a drill at first, then we heard noises. Once you heard the boom, said teacher Michael DeFilippo, uh, De all the chuckling and laughing in the back of the room stopped. Tania Lumpkin was in speech and debate class at the time. She said a staff member told them to close and lock the door as they do for an intruder drill, but, but they didn't know if it was real or not. Next thing you know, we just heard gunshots, Tania said. First single shots rang out, then multiple, then single again, she said. Jemiah Hampton, 16, was in vocal class on the fourth floor of the building when she heard gunshots on the third floor. I heard one big one, and then there were so many I stopped counting, she said. I'm confused why people are so cruel. This is a scene outside of the school. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at these parents. They don't even know if their kids are alive. Look at these worried parents. Oh, my God. Am I right now? Right. Dude, you do not see these parents? I mean, anyway, by 9.30 a.m., the area around the school was blocked off by police, ambulance, and a SWAT van. Students and staff streamed from the buildings with hands in the air, filling up Hereford Street toward the Schnucks grocery store on Arsenal, where hundreds of uh, evacuees gathered. There, students and their parents reconnected, hugging and crying. One boy was consoling his mother. I'm glad it's over. My friends are alive. It's okay, Mom. It's okay. I'm here. Early Monday, Mayor Jones and uh, Representative Corey Bush spoke at the first news conference of the day. It's so unfair, Jones said. I'm heartbroken for these families. Our children shouldn't have, have to experience this. This is so sad. This is so sad. Like, I just don't understand where are the preventative measures for this? Where are the detectors? Where are the, I mean, some type of something, you know what I'm saying? Like I, like I said in, in earlier, I went to school in Chicago and you couldn't get in and out that school because they had the metal detectors there. You couldn't go in and out that school in the inner cities. You, you, you can't even go in and out this, off these schools. But when you go to these other schools that have the higher property tax, where is the security there? What, why is he able to come through a back door? Where, where is there a, even here where I'm at, 
I was trying to go into a, uh, to my old high school just to visit an old teacher. I couldn't even get in. They had to, I, I like, it was a video camera. I had to say who I am before I even got buzzed in. But even when they buzzed me in, I was about a half a mile away before I even got to the principal office. That's not secure enough. What if I was somebody, you know, on some crazy stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that I know we want the kids to feel safe. But at this point, if safety means um, extra security measures, to, to keep them safe from, from the start of school to the end of school, then let's do that. Let's do that. Like, time is out for appearances. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really, really is. And so when I saw um, when I saw that today, I looked it up. Like, I was wondering how many shootings has it been. Um, of course, this one wasn't clouded, counted today. But according to um, edweek.org, there have been 35 school shootings that resulted in injuries or deaths so far in 2022. 36 if we count this one. Um, with two and a half months left in the year, that surpasses the previous record of 34 shootings that education, education we tracked in all of 2021. The record total comes as state and federal lawmakers continue to debate responses to the May 24th shooting at Robb Elementary School in Evolve, Texas, uh, Texas, where 19 students and two teachers died after a gunman barged into their building. What are we deliberating from May from May 24th to October 24th? And how spooky is that that is on the 24th day a couple of months later? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we debating? Why are we not taking extra money? And putting some and putting security into the schools. It is easier to walk into a school than it is to go into a concert. They once you go into a concert, they patting you down, they checking your purse, all types of stuff, throwing your stuff away. You ain't walking in a concert with a weapon. You're not walking in a government building with a weapon. Certain why can when we have our with kids there? Why is there no extra preventative measures in place? That is my question on that. Like, why not? I don't get it. And then and then Texas thought that they could make it better, I guess, according to the Jasmine brand, is that a Texas public school give parents DNA kits to identify their children's bodies in case of an emergency following the Robb Elementary School mass shooting. So the state of Texas has decided to send public school students home with DNA kits designed to assist their guardians in identifying their children in case of an emergency. According to reports back in 2021, the Texas State Legislature passed Senate Bills number 2158, a law demanding that the Texas Education uh, demanding that the Texas Education Agency provide identification kits to school districts and open enrollment charter schools for distribution to the parent or legal uh, custodian of certain students. Um, the law was passed a year before the unfortunate Texas, what we just talked about, mass shooting that took place at Robb Elementary School. However, reports claim public school districts across Texas have only recently started to hand out the identification kits and a few months after the tragedy occurred, but yet still no security in the school. Somebody help me. Um, and so they're going back into May 24th. We were just talking about talking about that. And so Jamil Hill said, just, just let this sink in. Rather than life a finger to curtail the easy access to guns, I think you said lift, I think you meant lift, the state decided to issue DNA kits. The obvious privacy issues are one thing, but this is proof we're not even trying anymore. Children being murdered is completely acceptable. And that's exactly what I'm saying. Where's the security? 
where's the security in that? So my heart goes out to the family. Um, I didn't even want to get into that, but when I was looking at what to talk about, I'm like, well, I, I have to talk about this. Um, I don't, I don't really, I don't really have any, any more to say, to say about that. My heart just goes out to the families of, of anybody who have lost a child um, in that situation of anybody. So to, to lighten the mood, um, the town of Greenwood, Mississippi unveils a nine foot bronze statue of Emmett Till. And it looks like it's some video here. So let's see what they have to say here. The nine foot bronze sculpture of Emmett Till unveiled Friday in Greenwood is truly a larger than life memorial to a youngster whose death became a rallying cry for the civil rights movement. Hundreds turned out to see the first such statue dedicated to Till, an emotional image for those who grew up in the Mississippi Delta. I was about 16 years old when, when this happened, when he was, when Emmett Till was killed. Walter Ware, born and raised in LaFleur County, will never forget the fear Till's death sent through the area. Everybody was somewhat of a friend that other people would be killed the same way that he was killed. I think that it's been long overdue. It should have been done a long time ago. The city's mayor hopes the statue will be a catalyst for change in attitude and tolerance. I hope it shows that, you know, we can't change the past, but we can certainly do something about the future. And so I hope that it shows that we are compassionate, we are caring, and this should never, ever happen again. According to the artist, the sculpture is designed to stand for a thousand years. And for many, today's event is the first step toward that future. I want us to look right and left to each other and say we will do better in the spirit of young Emmett. In the spirit of this memorial, we won't let his death be in vain. Mike Suriani, WREG News Channel. <laughs> beautiful that's beautiful i know the last news about emmett till they were actually trying to lock up the woman who falsely accused him um i don't know what happened with that unless they were just in front of our house torturing her and some people were really happy about it um in the comments and some people were kind of like well watch this doesn't last long and whatever and um they're gonna say they said someone's gonna vandalize this this statue in the future but today let's just celebrate celebrate it you know happening in mississippi and it and it being there so i think i played all of the commercials while i was trying to figure out that she in so we're just gonna like keep going because i don't have any more commercials so let's just keep going through <laughs> all right so now that we've talked about some serious stuff the rest of this <laughs> the rest of this show is all about what's been going on this weekend it's always some crazy stuff that happens over the weekend i don't know if people wait till like friday saturday and sunday to just like release it all as far as like our um our celebrities or whatever but um yeah so tasha k i don't know if she's a celebrity but she is a blogger that everybody knows that um she owes um cardi four million dollars we all know that so she thought it was pretty she just won't stop and she thought it was cool to expose, I guess, Megan Thee Stallion and Tiana Taylor over some house mess. So I think this is backwards, but let's see. So this is basically what Tasha K says because she had time. She said, and tell your minion blogger, um, which she's referring to uh, 
this blogger that I can't see the name of it now. It says, and tell your minion blogger he got the story wrong. Ain't nobody say nothing about Tiana selling at home because of you. What I said, which is Megan Thee Stallion, what I said is that she is selling the home she let Megan Thee Stallion rent and, and Megan uh, damaged it. And now that your home was burglarized, she don't care because karma is a bee. How do we know that's how Tiana feel? And Tasha said, you damaged that lady house. She had to run you down for her bread. EJ suggested you rent out one of her homes to that lady on top of trying to skip out on damages and back rent. EJ had to run you down for his 80K and work he did for you. Meg, please. Yeah, you rented the home then, but they both had to run you down for the bread you owed them. Okay. She only cares about this. And so um, Megan liked this. This, I guess this is from the blog that says they were just trying to explain, like, you know, everything that Tasha was saying was false. But Tasha is convinced that this, this is what happened. This, to me, was funny. And this is why I want to share this, because if I don't know what's going on with a person, it definitely was Nikki. You know, you know she done fucked up Tiana House. You know what I'm saying? Tiana had to sell that house. Huh? And all them damages to that house. You know, Megan was renting that house. And that's why her EJ fell out. You know what I'm saying? That's just something we talked about on the live. It, okay. You know, they can come watch it. But what you got going on though? What what new song you got coming out now? Uh yo, am I am I confused? Is everybody else confused? Tasha, I don't you said was talking about Tiana Taylor. <laughs> if I don't know what I you're talking, talking about. I was talking about Tiana Taylor on my live stream on YouTube. You had asked. I know, but what did you say? About. What I said, well, damn, I got to go through the commentary again. What I said was Tiana Taylor sold the house that she rented, and we just talking about Megan. So basically, here's the thing: Why would Nikki even engage in this when she's got her own little? spat she got with everybody but i don't know why why she just can't have a random conversation tasha k without exposing somebody like she can't help herself she can't she can't she just can't help herself she's like let me tell you but but what was that girl from um from color purple my favorite one of my favorite bloggers had a picture of tasha k face on that but she was like but you ain't heard that from me like that's what tasha that is what tasha k reminds me of like Please, girl, please just pay the four million dollars and stop it, please. So anyway, I thought this was really funny. Um, like I said, the rest of this is light. So it says, what TV show cancellation turned you into the cold, heartless monster you are today? Like, what is the show that you love so much and they just canceled it out of the blue? I would say Star. Star was my show. And I was just so upset that they just, it was no conclusion, nothing. They just. They just cut it off. Like, just because Empire left doesn't mean that Star, and I didn't even watch Empire. I was a Star, Star fan all the way. So here's what some people said. This is um, courtesy of Black Twitter Threads, which is so funny. So Glow, I didn't watch Glow. Did anybody watch that? Archive 81, the originals, Underground. I heard Underground was good, but I never watched that. Guess I can watch it up until it was canceled. Lovecraft Country. I really love that, but they might have canceled it because one of the main characters passed away. That's what I'm assuming. Um, here we go. Star. Man, I'm so sad. Star is still gone. Grand Army Heroes. 
the the lion game twisted never saw any of these um half and half yes half and half was such a good show i love that show um the society the game the game before it was on bet like it was really good before that and then the society never heard of that they said i can rationalize a lot of decisions but this one always stumped me i mean why it was critically acclaimed everyone was talking about it they even announced season two letting the writers writers leave it on a cliffhanger and then throwing it away this person is upset game of thrones they're mad that that ended but i feel like that ended like like with an ending that wasn't like an abrupt type thing true blood i never seen that siren um the secret circle um the get down i want to say i saw this and then it got canceled um the the cloak dagger everything sucks and with and i've never seen any of these shows um yeah, so I never seen any of these shows, but Star was the show that I was just like, no, what are you doing? What what are you doing? All right, so um Cardi B graces my uh grace <laughs> graces my topics again because Madonna really upset her because Madonna woke up yesterday morning with um something on her mind. So let's go backwards on it. Madonna says 30 years ago I published a book called sex in addition to photos of me naked there were photos of men kissing men women kissing women and me kissing everyone i also wrote about my sexual fantasies and shared my point of view about sexuality in an ironic way i spent the next few years being interviewed by narrow-minded people who tried to shame me for empowering myself as a woman i was called um a whore a witch a heteric and the devil now cardi b can sing about her wop Kim Kardashians can grace the cover of any magazine with their naked butt, and Miley Cyrus can come in like a wrecking ball. You're welcome, bees. Clown face. I think it was the clown face for Cardi because I don't think it was toward, it wasn't derogatory. I think she was just like, dude, you know? Um, dude, like, where's my old? I think she just wanted to let everybody know, you know, where's my, where's my old? Like, where's my homage, you know? So Cardi says, I literally paid this woman homage so many times, or homage so many times because I grew up listening to her. She can make her point without putting clown emojis and getting slick out the mouth. These icons really become disappointments once you make it in the industry. That's why I keep to myself. Now, the thing is, I don't think it was a dig towards her, towards Kim, towards Miley. I think she's just saying you know, you're welcome. You know what I'm saying? I think that's where Madonna was on, but it could have been the clowny face. She says, I know exactly what she said and I understand, but it's not, but it's about the tone. Calling me bees and putting clown emojis. So here's the thing, Cardi, you call everybody a bee, but I mean, okay. Um, And I think it's the fact that Madonna's white at the end of the day. This person said, why do all these newer artists throw tantrums over being mentioned, no matter what the context is? If this irks you so bad, you never would have made it mainstream 10, 13 years ago. Please grow up. And I think that's all Madonna was trying to say. Cardi said, y'all ridiculous. I don't give a F who it is. Nobody's going to disrespect me, especially unprovoked. Are you dumb? She said, exactly said what you want to, but say it. Don't insult me. Nobody's going to little girl me, especially a white woman. And that's what I'm saying. I think that's what it was. 
And um, she says, exactly, I'm not a deleting S. If it was their favorite artist, they would be crying. But since she mentioned the most hated woman on the internet is, yes, take it. So here's my thing. I feel like Kim Kardashian is more hated than you, uh, Cardi. Um, and then she she told her to, you know, suck or whatever. And you're going to hear the tone. So um, she was really mad. And like I say, she could feel however she wants to feel. Um, however, I don't think Madonna meant it that way. If you know Madonna, she is, that's just how she expressed herself. And um, that's just how Madonna is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't give no excuses for Madonna. Madonna is Madonna. She do what she wants. That's what her and Cardi have been common. So the good news is it was a misunderstanding. Cardi being Madonna reconciled, following a little online clash or whatever. So this is just saying everything that happened. So who put them back together? Um, Hollywood unlocks Jason Lee. Um, he tweeted that he was on the phone with Madonna and Cardi and that he was listening to both women share their perspective on the communication um, going on has broadened their love for each other. So what I love what Jason Lee did, which I wish he would do with absolutely everyone, is let's talk and solve this. I think I talked about this last week, like a phone, a conversation can just clear up any misunderstanding. So Jason Lee says on the phone with Madonna and Cardi, listening to both women share their perspective on the communication going on has broadened their love for each other. Love this sign to fly on the wall. So following Lee's update, the two musicians updated fans on Twitter that they had worked things out. I talked to Madonna. It was beautiful. Have a great day and drive safely, y'all. And then Madonna was like, I love you, Cardi B. Always have, always will. She didn't say she didn't like her at all. She just like, the because I got ridiculed and because people were making fun of me um, or downing me, you have the liberty to do what you can do because I took... I took the uh, criticism for it so that you can freely do it and not be criticized for it. And I believe that's all Madonna meant by that. But I'm glad that we can finally see two women talk and it's not like a Twitter beef for like three or four days like we've been seeing lately. So thank you, Jason Lee, for that. So before we even get off of this subject, look, I am a Madonna fan. I'm a Madonna fan and I was too young to really understand um, her point of view because I was a child. However, I do remember the story when she did release that book and when she did, when she was releasing all of these videos, um, Justify My Love and stuff like that. And I probably shouldn't have been watching, but it was on MTV or whatever. And I believe that I remember when people were calling her out her name and, and slut shaming her pretty much. And I remember when she released the song Human Nature and the first words of that song is I'm not sorry because they wanted her to issue an apology. And so she's like, OK, I'll apologize. And then she came out with the song Human Nature, which is actually one of my top five favorite songs of Madonna. Madonna was a vibe, always has been a vibe. And no one has ever forgotten you, honey, because. You're second to none, you know. So I just wanted to get have a I just wanted to fan on her a little bit. Um, this is, and I think this is what she means. Like, remember the comb bra? This was like the like, no, this was the Vogue age. She like, come on, Vogue. So I did notice that a lot of women are, you know, paying homage to the comb bra. You got Lizzo right here. This is influenced by Madonna, who looks gorgeous. Then you have um even Beyonce did it for her Renaissance, and she actually did mention Madonna. She actually did mention Madonna and she did give her homage. She really did. And then um remember the um this is like a virgin, just like a prayer. This this was the time during that. And you see that 
people are sporting the the wedding dress for no reason. So yeah, she's really influenced the culture. She really, really has. And so before we even get off of her, I told you I'm fanning on Madonna here. And so let's just get into how cold she is. She holds no less than 16 official Guinness World Records, including best-selling female recording artists of all time, 305 million albums sold. In 2008, Madonna was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Four years earlier, she was added to the UK Music of Hall of Fame. Throughout her career, she was nominated for she was nominated nominated 68 times for the MTV Music Awards, 20 of which she won. Only Beyonce has won more than Madonna, and she also was the first female to receive to receive the Video Vanguard Award in 1986. Madonna has won seven Grammys out of 20 nominations, two Golden Globes out of seven nominations, two Brit Awards out of 12 nominations, and 11 International Dance Music Awards out of 21 nominations. She is the highest ranking solo artist on the Billboard Hot 100, act, act with most consecutive top five singles in the Billboard Hot 100. Every single between 1983's Lucky Star and 1989's Cherish reached the top five. Remember that song? Cherish the thought. Okay, I want to sing. And then artists with the most number one hits on one single Billboard chart. Madonna is the undefeated queen of the Billboard Hot Dance Club play. play. Artists for the most number ones on all Billboard chart combined. Madonna had a total of 157 hits on different Billboard charts. Female artists with the most certified gold singles. She's 26 of those. Um, artists with most number two hits. Six of her singles barely missed the top spot and stranded at number two. Um, her MDNA War Tour DVD topped the U.S. Billboard Top Music Videos, becoming her sixth consecutive and tenth video to top the chart. I am running out of breath talking about her. The Drown World, uh, World, World Tour, I get so tongue-tied, was the highest-selling concert tour of 2001, selling $76.8 million. The Reinvention Tour. Um, in 2004, 124.8 million. The Confessions Tour was the highest selling concert of 2006, 194.7 million dollars. Look, look, Madonna is that girl. So when she gets up and she say, thank you, uh, you're welcome, I think she means you're welcome. So, and then it says the bomb video of Die Another Day, which I love that song, um, took second place with a budget of $6.1 million, pushing Express Yourself and Bedtime Story into third and fourth place in this ranking. However, when current inflation of this production cost is taken into account, Express Yourself relatively costs more than Die Another Day and continues to rank as Madonna's most expensive music video. Die Another Day, I love that song. If you ever feeling like you need some type of motivation, that is the song. Yeah. So I love that. I love Madonna. I love everything about her. And yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You deserve your flowers. So, <laughs> okay. So here we are to our last topic. So I was minding my business this weekend. And of course I run into like this. These are, this is an online family. Their names are the Latrufs. So apparently they do little skits and pranks and stuff like that. And so that's how they've been monetizing, making money. And it looks like the 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 father or the, the husband, he, he makes music and stuff like that. So apparently there was a, not a skit. And I think because they, they play so many pranks, 
no one is believing Mrs. Latruth when she says that she was um, abused by her husband. And so Mrs. Latruth released a statement following abuse claims against Mr. Latruth. I am not a liar. This is what she says. So she says to my cyber family, I am writing this statement because I know that you all have been very concerned with my well-being. I'm not the best at expressing my emotions on live, especially with all that's been going on. First of all, I want you all to know that I'm not a liar and never have been. So then she says, unlike Robert, I am actually trying to heal from this and figure out what my next chapter in life will be. For all of the women who are writing to me and offering support, I appreciate you. And for those of you who have written telling me that you have or are currently going through domestic abuse, I encourage you to leave. God does not condone abuse of any kind. This happens to be a domestic abuse month, by the way. Um, not saying she did it for this, but I'm just saying this This is the month that um, that shines light on this. So I was still confused um, on what was going on. And so I'm sharing this with you guys because I spent the whole weekend just trying to figure out what happened. So, um, courtesy of the tea in the streets, let me do my little thing here where it says copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. Allowances made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. So I am only going to, I think I can't show too much, but I just want to get into the meat of the conversation. Tea in the streets, y'all. So basically, this is what happened. <laughs> so we're looking at, they just moved in the house. Well, he's yelling. I don't know who's recording. So this is her crying. <laughs> Okay, she so he's yelling at her. So they arguing. That's her father, that guy. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. So all we see is steps. She's grabbing him on the arm. Okay, there we go. You see how his energy is right here? Okay, here you can see my wife is coming out. Look, she's grabbing him on the arm. Y'all seen the picture of her hand where... So the reason why he's making a big deal about her hand is so, okay, here it is. He, she wanted to grab his phone because she thought that he was cheating on her. And so um, she she started hitting on him first. And he said something about paper, pepper spray, which we'll get into later. And he threw a tote on her, which broke her finger. Like whatever he did and however he threw it or whatever force of that tote, he broke her finger. So even though you see her grabbing, she's not grabbing like with her hands. Like, you know, how somebody would grab somebody like this. She's grabbing on the side like that. So... Wait, it's supposedly broken, right? All right. You see, she's grabbing him on the arm. She's holding the other phone in her hand. You see no injuries. Like this, though. Clearly, no hand is broken. Clearly. Um, look closely. Let me zoom in on here. What's wrong with her hand? It's not broke. She's texting. She's, she's doing all this. She went live. She did all these things. So leave me alone. Stop calling me that. I 
So this is her trying to explain herself. And joking and lying on shit like that. So I don't want to go through all of this. So basically she was just trying to say she's not lying because a lot of people were saying like, well, she's lying because they have skits like this all the time. But she really like after after this video, she was in a video with her kids, which I didn't kind of agree with that. She had her daughter like saying, yeah, he hits on mom all the time. And I'm like, number one, why are we having this conversation with our kids around? And number two, why are we interjecting our kids in that? And um, that's not good if you go in the court of law, because now it's showing that, you know, that the kids are in a danger, a dangerous environment. Um, domestic violence um, affects the entire family, not just the people that are in the relationship. So speaking of the kid, I don't want to get too much into this, but this is a little bit about what the daughter had to say. Why is she online? Girl, thought, why did he hit me? Um, it's okay. It's just too much like angry. I can't hear her. It's just like, yeah, he grabbed the belt and he basically came in and started yelling and then hit me. And he kept on hitting me and I was okay with it because he... You know, it was a hit at first, and then he just started hitting me. And at this point, I was, like, scared because I saw so much anger in his eyes. And he he made me, like, cry. And, like, it's just Who is she looking so at? much built into me that I, that I was, like, terror. I was shaking. He hit me to the point where my skin was literally falling off, and I was bleeding. And... To that point, I was. I ran to the door. I ran to the door, and he dra he dragged me in through me, and I tried to escape. And I was calling Brianna's name. I was over here saying, "Help me, help me!" And I was scared of that man. And I said that he wasn't my dad because no person that would drag me like that could put my hand on me to call him my dad. And no. I was scared. I was so scared. I'm still scared to this day because I can't look that man in his eyes. He, he makes me so scared. And everything that he probably did, everything that he probably said to me, saying all these lies to me, I probably did believe them because he's, he's a liar. This is just... And a lot of people saying she being coached. I'll never say that. But what I will say on this is she should be talking to a counselor and not be on live sharing this most intimate moment that's going on in her life, like detrimenting her trauma. Um, I understand that this is a public family that's on social media, but everything is not for social media. You know, this is something that she should be talking over with her family and not telling us per se. You know, um, I could see if she was in a situation where both parents were abusive, but it's it's, it's one um, part of what she's saying. And it's like, where are the parents where you're going live and you're sharing this? And this is unfortunate that stuff like this is on social media. Like so many intimate or past trauma, traumatic things 
are being on social media, but then there's no help given. It's just for people's pure entertainment. So my heart goes out to her for feeling like, you know, her dad was, um, was abusive. However, in this video that I'm about to show, the mom says that he doesn't hit the kids. So this is why a lot of people were like, well, was she coached or whatever? And it's hard for people to even believe a part of this story because they prank a lot, you know, and they put everything on display. So this is the video I really want to get into because I can hear the gaslighting. I can see that he doesn't really care about who got hurt in the situation. He's just more interested in his reputation and how he is portrayed to the people. So let me start this over. Don't play with me, YouTube. So I watched this. Okay. Especially when I knew I wasn't going to do it. This is from T in the Streets. So let's start this over. So talk to her husband and they have a conversation. So I don't think she knows she's live, by the way. But I guess she didn't know she was live. So like let's the, get into like it. Just saying things that would hurt you. I apologize. I shouldn't have said that I'm going elsewhere and get affection. Should have never said it. Especially when I knew I wasn't going to do it. Because a man ain't going to say it anyway. He's just going to go do it. That's like, I've been asking for affection all this time and telling you what I need from you. Was that an apology? That's because I really love you. That's why I'm telling you what I need. Men who don't love their woman don't even tell you what they need. They just go get it. That's the most gaslighting thing I've ever heard. Me and you experienced two different things. She's so pretty. I just don't know how we experiencing two different things when it's reality of what's happening. No. What you don't understand is when you put that toe, you didn't hit me in my head. And you don't understand that I'm not fucking lying. My head fucking hit the top of the toe the second time when I was trying to get up. That's why I put my hand on top of my head to block my head. That's how you end up hitting my finger. I'm not lying. That's what happened. And you keep saying that's not what happened. It is. Whether or not you tried to do that, that's what happened. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. You keep saying that I'm lying and I'm not lying. Brianna, the the problem with that is, is that's the only thing that you're talking about is me putting the tote on you, and you know there's no responsibility for the whole tote situation. Why I put the tote on? You want me to issue all the apologies? Don't you think you should apologize for the things that led up to that first? Because you're not, and you know I did not. I didn't pick a little plastic tote up that don't weigh a pound up to, to yes, cause any harm you to you. I, I did. She's really little. Even if you have a belt in your yeah. head and you whooping the kids, you have force. That's why you said you don't want to whoop them. Stop saying that. I don't want to whoop kids at all because I'm just not that type of person. And see, that's why people said that the little girl was coached because they both agreed that he doesn't like to whoop the kids. I don't want to inflict no pain to no one, even my own kids, whenever they out of line. I don't even want to whoop them. That tells you something right there. Oh, just because he said he don't want to, I'm sure it's implied that it doesn't mean he don't. But this is why people saying she was coached. My parents didn't care about how I felt. They whooped my butt. I got smacked in the face and everything by my parents. They had no remorse. I do. Do you? 
I don't want to whoop no one. I don't want to whoop no kids. I don't want to pick up a tote and put it on you to stop you from hitting me neither. I don't want you to hit me at all. So she must have been trying to hit him and he put a tote over her and it probably bent her finger back. I won't. When we have an argument or debate about something that I could just, if, if you if, if you got my phone, I just want my phone back. If I tell you I'm not cheating on you, I want you to trust me and believe that. When I say don't go through my phone, it ain't got nothing to hide. I want you to just take my word for it. I, I just wanted you to trust me. That's it. Not treat me like a criminal. I'm a black man. I'm already treated like a criminal every day. Just when they look at me, they see you me as a see black how criminal. over it she is? I'm 41 years old. People have looked at me like a criminal my whole life, and I've never even committed a criminal act. And again, our queens of this world hold power. If you say it, they believe it. Why? You've been married to me. You've been sleeping with me every day. We have a kid together. So when you jump out here and say things about me, they're going to believe it. You didn't. So he only looks like he only really cares about what people think about the situation and not how it affected the family. You can jump out here and say, well, he put the tote on me after I pepper sprayed him and did all this stuff. After I took his phone and after I ran, grabbed the Mac, after I ran, you, you ran and grabbed pepper spray. People go do that when someone's actually trying to harm them. I was not trying to harm you at all. I was just asking for my devices. That's where the problem is at. You're not saying nothing about those things. You're only talking about your hand and, and your head when clearly you know I did not aim at your head or your hand. But you, she said, even if you didn't mean to do it, you still hurt me. This is the thing about me. Whether you intentionally or unintentionally hurt somebody, if it, that person is bringing to your attention that you hurt them because you care about them, apologize like that's just how i feel even if it wasn't on purpose if you inadvertently hurt me then apologize i think that's all she was saying i was trying to prevent you from attacking me yet you hurt me when you did that even though you didn't mean to you did it that's why i'm trying to figure out how you don't get that how you don't see that when did you blank out that's what i'm saying like maybe maybe we need to have we need some type of help in this situation if you don't remember those things because right now it seems like you don't remember none of them. Remember you the only one that remember you the No, I, I remember I just I remember everything. I can I can, we can go, like, we can go to the we can go to the house. You just so you just sat it on top of me and I just sat there. You just threw it on top of me and I was just like this. Like no, you, you were trying to kick. You were trying to kick me. No, no, no I didn't. I placed it over your feet. You keep saying I was lying. What are you talking? Why how was I lying? You still, you still, you still ignoring the what led up to all of that. That plastic tote laying in there. How did that plastic tote even get there? How did you get back into that predicament after spraying me with um, pepper spray? He's trying to get her to admit fault. Stop doing that. That's what I'm saying. That's the reason why it's like it's almost like you don't want to be friends. It's like you just want to be. You want me to be an enemy or something. I don't want to be nothing. I mean, that's that's pretty obvious with what you're doing right now. Cause like the honest honesty is the only thing that's gonna set us both free. I'm being honest. I'm being I'm being clearly honest, and I'll show you what I did. I'll show it on my kids. I'll take the Sharia and show it exactly. Why would we reenact an alleged abusive situation with our children? What I did. I'll go buy a whole new empty tote and get the Sharia to a, another area. 
and show exactly what I did. I'll get her to play out, the, react the whole thing. If, Why? If you want to, or somebody else to react it out just so you can see. Because it seemed like you don't get it. What's the point of this conversation? The conversation is just to see if you're going to be, show some remorse and stop and stop paint, paint me out to be this criminal that I'm not. I'll tell you how to be nothing. That's what you're doing. You say, you're making it seem like I aimed at your head with a toe or aimed at your hand. You put it on top of me with your force. I definitely put the toe over you to stop you, restrain you is what I was doing. Okay. So he put the toe on top of her. Sometime, somehow her finger got bent. Okay. So I feel like I'm right on that. That's on my mama. I ain't got no reason to lie about that. And in doing so, you hurt my hand. No, I, I mean, but I don't. What, uh, what I take one thing I will tell you, and this you is you didn't put it over my back. You didn't put it over my butt. You didn't put it over my legs. You put it over my whole entire body. Let me, my, let me, top of my head. Let me give you a known fact because I think you don't know this. I know you don't know this. When a finger gets broken, it swells up instantly. And it did. Well, the camera shows it didn't. The camera shows it, it didn't. Did. Hey, how can you see my? Can you go fucking zoom I in? zoomed in. Yes, I did. I zoomed in. No, you cannot. I... Does it matter when the hand swole? If you hurt her finger, you hurt her finger. Like I don't understand why this time. I only could take so much more of this. I zoomed in on it. I zoomed in. I zoomed in on your hand, Brianna. I'd rather go to the hospital. I zoomed I in on your hand, Brianna. And they did an x-ray. I got plenty of pictures of my finger. Plenty yes, after you left the house. Plenty of them. No, it ain't no after. I plenty zoomed in on the picture. It's on the video. I have seen it. I, have I got plenty of pictures before the hospital. I, I'll send you the video then. I'll send you the video. Because you can tell when somebody's hand is full. What's important about this is she was hurt. And what I'm noticing is he's not showing remorse for what he did. He's just trying to make her admit fault. So that he can look good. Look, you don't deserve this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't deserve this. If, if someone hurt you and somebody shows you who you are, believe them. Believe them. And if if you, he has you on live and you don't even know that you're live, just to prove a point, I'm sure she knows it by now, it's all for a reputation and not because you care to solve this or you care to hold yourself accountable but speaking to her like you're her dad and gaslighting her? What? I don't care what you well, think. your hand is not swollen in the video. No, this ain't about you. This is about me. You ain't in the ER. I am. Your hand is not swollen in the video, Brianna. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I can show you the video. I zoomed in on it. Okay. So I don't know what you did when you left, but it was not swollen before you left the house. I ain't do shit. Okay. Well, it, well, it wasn't swollen at the house, so that's for sure. What does that matter? The camera shows that. Okay, so what do you want? Right. I want you to be honest. Why you... I am being fucking honest. I'm not going to keep having this conversation with you. You got a different side and I got a different side. Both of it is the fucking truth, I guess. Because what happened to me is what's fuck happened to me. What happened to you, I don't know. And I'm about to keep going back and forth with you. You ain't the one in no fucking Look at head. his face. Look at his face while she's talking to him. Look at his face. A face will tell. Like, look at his face. Or no fucking split on your fucking finger. So obviously you want two fucking damage. Not only thing. I put your head. You we in a damn wrestling hole, and I'm pushing you off of me. You didn't get. Bruised, I put you. I put you in a wrestling hole. Hurt not one. I put you in so a wrestling hole, Brianna. And getting your laptop, and you get extremely. Brianna, I put you in a wrestling hole. Put it on top of my head with fucking force. Not no light shit. You didn't just put the shit on top of me and just walk the fuck away that's how you making it seem you making it seem like you just got this goddamn tote put it on top of me and then you walked away it's not what the fuck happened you did it twice that's what the video shows too 
the video shows that I let's just walked away. Let's empty this shit out. And she was a fucking demonstration. Like and see, now she giving more energy. Yeah, now look at that tote. She how can that inflict any energy. type of thing? Yeah, look at that tote. Look how little she is and look how big she is. Yes. No, 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 no. Right, now, now do, like do the kicking motion. Do your kicking motion that you was doing. What does that matter? Can't nobody kick from being on the floor. Yes, you can kick from on the floor. That's the easiest way to kick. Hey, no, it's not. And you don't. You know what? What else was easy? You walking away downstairs to go. I couldn't. You was grabbing you on me. You kept putting the fucking toe on top of me. So I kept. You said I kept doing, doing that. So that, so that shows how much mature you was. So on the grabbing, so you grabbing on me. Yes, you grab, you punch me and everything. Oh my and you god. Go ahead and keep no talking. Dog. I'm not no animal. I'm not no pet. I'm not no peasant. I'm a human. Instead of you putting a total on me, you should have went downstairs and got my dad. So am I a human? Because why was you attacking me? Why did you mace me? Why did you get pepper spray? Why did you get pepper spray? Why are you pulling on my pants? So she admitted only to putting on her pants, pulling his pants. She did not admit to the pepper spray. She did not admit to whatever else he said. It's a difference. Why are you pulling on my pants? It's a difference. Why you slap me in the head all those times? It's a difference. Because you was holding on. See, she just admitted fault. Me tight on so it looks like both of them were fighting. Both of them put their hands on each other. I was not holding on to you. I was trying to get my phone and go leave. Why? All of this because she wanted to look in his phone. What are you trying to hide to the point where it turns into this? So why are you trying to get my phone? Like damn, get up. So I started pushing you to get you off of me. Why? Why are you trying to get my phone? Why? Why are you talking to bitches? I wasn't. And if I mean if I was, that's my phone. As soon as I said, and if I was, who is patience? Give, give me my phone. And you seen the messages from patience. Now how do you feel? Yeah, patience said you kept going to the mall to see her. Like, so oh my God. okay, see that's what you think. That's my point. You didn't analyze and created a whole story. It is what you was doing. Okay. Was doing. All right. All, all right. Okay. Why else would you take the phone? Okay. You done created a whole they scenario. It. I done seen all type of bitches in your phone, and you ain't never took it in. Why you want to take it now? I'm tired. I done asked you about all type of bitches in your phone, all type of bitches that you been in your DMs, and you be like, oh, that was for business. Oh, okay. Oh, that's she done. That's my song. Oh, okay. Now, when this person come across, it's snatching the phone. Well, don't you think what's somebody would get tired of that? About any, what's the difference in As he looks into the camera. He asking about any other chick. Don't you what's think somebody would, don't you think somebody would get tired? I'm tired of that. I'm tired of it. What is the difference? I'm tired of it. That's the difference. Right, you're tired of it. Yes, you're I'm so tired, tired of it. it. Right, you're tired of it. I've been tired of it. Okay. Right. So why are we having this conversation? So why make her what are you doing to make her feel that she can't trust you? And why did her trying to reach for your phone turn into this? Because why did you have to do why all we of this? this conversation? Because you're because because why you're lying this on me. Because you're lying on me. See, it's back to back to the lie and back to his reputation. Wait, what is the point of you calling me every day? What is the point of us talking? I don't understand. Why are we talking? It's no point. You're done. I'm done. Fuck it. It's just done. It ain't have to talk about. Because you're ruining my life. How is she ruining your life? Fuck about nothing. You don't want to. You're ruining my life. It does not matter. I'm not ruining shit. Yes, you are. I'm not ruining shit. 
Yes, you are. I can never go and post at Robert Yes, you are. Finger. So who broke I your finger? So who broke your finger? Because it wasn't me. Here we go. No, I didn't. You the only one hit me in the head with a fucking toad? Yes, I never hit you in the head with a toad. That's a lie. So where did you put the toad on? That's a lie. On your legs where you was kicking me at. Your legs. Even if she was kicking and moving her hands, if her finger got in the way, that's how it got broken. He was kicking me. Your legs. Over your legs where you were kicking me at. Why you still don't get what I'm saying? Yes, it do. My whole body are fitting that tote, Brianna. I'm taller than you. Exactly. Why are you trying to ruin my name? Robert, I did not hurt your finger. We can, we can go on, try to record me and try to lie and do some bullshit. We can go on live and head to see. She just said we can go on live, meaning she she didn't even know she was being recorded this whole time. Conversation, because that's just what it is. That's what we can do. You ain't got to try to get your phone and try to record some shit. We can come together. Why we can go live together with all the children? Why are we bringing? The we children? can go live with all the children. Why are we doing that? We can go live with all the children. It's still about reputation. It's still about reputation. We can go live with all the children. Why do we need to have this live? This looks like a private family thing. This is what I'm saying. Like, why does this have to be live? My two cents. Let me get my two cents really quick. Number one, they both putting their hands on each other. That's a no. Like. Like before someone provoked you to put your hands on them, leave. You know what I'm saying? Um, second of all, if the fact she has to get to the point of going through his phone, she has gave him he has given her reasons to want to go through the phone. So when he says he wants his phone back, she just wanna look in the phone and it's is causing this big to do, then it does allude and imply that maybe it's something that you're trying to hide. Should her going through her phone turn into this whole ordeal no it shouldn't but it looks like it's been problems for a minute and this is just like it just came to a head i think that them talking live is going to make it worse because now you got the opinions of everybody else it looks like he's constantly going he he's consistently calling her to try to trip her up and recording her so that he can clear his name because his name means everything to him. It's probably they probably got sponsorships, all type of stuff because they've been online. And like I said, he's a musician and things like this. Here's the thing: they may even make up, but no one's gonna forget this. You know what I'm saying? So even if they make up, it's still a broken family. You now have the daughter saying that she's getting hurt. There is um, the babysitter or housekeeper saying that he's very abusive and a gaslighter and treats her like she's a kid. We can see if this is indication of any way that he talks to her, then I can see how the babysitter could say, hey, he, he demeans her and he's condescending. And even in the fact he doesn't even want care about the family, he doesn't even care what that looks like. I'm implying he could care, but this is just my opinion. He's more concerned about his ego. And he's more concerned about how he looks in this situation. My two cent is maybe y'all should just, just like stay away from each other for this moment um, until you get counseling for the whole family until her finger is fixed. Instead of all this recording, instead of going live, why don't this get handled um, by a professional? 
Why don't this get handled by a professional? Um, if they keep playing around with these cameras and stuff, and it looks like it's a it's a dangerous situation for their kids, now CPS can get involved. Like I think the more public and the more they're talking about how volatile the situation is, the more danger, the more danger, more exposed. The the more exposed, the more the kids' uh, family life is exposed. If it looks like it's over, then it's over. Why are you calling me every day? Why are you calling me every day? Now you could be on your phone all that you want because I'm not there. So what, what, you know, he wants her to change her story. He wants her to be the bad guy and the fall guy when it looks like they both, it looks like they both um, was putting their hands on each other all because of phone because she doesn't trust him. So um, she's she's alluding that he cheated. He's saying that he didn't. We don't have proof of that. But what we do know now we have, you know, a distressed wife with a broken finger. So I just say just get out of that situation. God gives us an out. And it looks like that's your out, out of that situation. So take it. That's what I'm telling Miss Latruth. And I'm so sorry that this has to be for everybody to see and for everybody's opinion and everybody saying they're lying and everybody. And then, and that's the thing that kills me. Like it takes a lot for somebody to come out and say when they've been victimized or say when they've been hurt or say when they've been violated, because the first thing people say is, oh, well, they're playing victim. or Oh, they're lying. And, and it, it almost seems like people take <laughs> they they take the side of the person who was victimizing versus the actual victim. So I really hope for the sake of the kids that they just separate and co-parent. Like that's just my opinion. And I'm I'm not about um about divorce. I do believe in the sanctity of marriage. However, when it gets to the point where people are feeling endangered and people are breaking fingers and stuff like that. I do not think that is conducive to a healthy, you know, a healthy home life. But she'll leave when she's ready. You know what I'm saying? Nobody can convince her when she's ready. Um, but she'll leave when she's ready. If you know anyone or if you are in a situation similar to that or any domestic violence, like abuse comes in all factors, um, spiritual, mental, um, financial abuse, all types of abuse. If you feel like you're in that situation, call the domestic, the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 800-799-7233, or you can text START at 88788. I feel like we keep coming across situations like this, um, and I don't know if it's being more highlighted because this is the month for that, but find some safety. Find some safety, find a support system. They have so many programs out here that will protect you and your children um, from these dangers, you know, and a lot of people don't and don't, you know, and people who get mad, like, well, why did they go back and da 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 You still have an open door to leave. Even if you go back, you still have an open door to leave when you when you feel it's ready for you. We can't tell anybody when they're when they're done. We can't tell anybody when they're, you know, when there's an out. They take that out when they feel that it isn't out. So in all that you do, be kind. Be kind to someone because you don't know the situation. You don't know how they how they were brought up. You don't know any of that. So don't judge and just be kind. Um, and that is the end of Two Cents on a Monday. Woo-hoo! So um, as I've been saying every night, um, I have some personal things going on that will have me take a break from two cents my last day for a while will be um will be tomorrow 
And so I will be coming back probably the third, third Monday in November, which I'm really sad about, but I'll just try to keep replaying shorts and stuff like that until I can come back to you guys. Um, you guys really make my nights worthwhile and you could have been anywhere tonight, but you've chosen to be here with me and I appreciate that. I appreciate you a lot. If you are on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button, the like button, the notification. If you're on Twitch, hit that like button. If you are on Facebook, follow me. I am on all monikers, be your own kind 24. And if you just want to join the mailing list, be your own kind.com. Please remember that you are the most fantastic person that you'll ever encounter. And until tomorrow, don't forget to be your own kind and kind to each other. Bye.